Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. If you are in a crisis, this is a program for you right now to listen to because I'm going to speak about God in your crisis and more essentially so the promises that you have of God in your crisis. You have great promises and with his promise, he is there because How could you have the promise without him? The promise is there and he is the one making that promise to come true in your life. I'm so thankful that whatever the crisis is that you can have in life, wherever in this world you can be, whatever continent, whatever color your skin is, whatever your background is, are you educated, not educated? Are you rich? Are you poor? All people can come into a crisis, but there is one answer for us all, and that is God himself in the midst of our crisis. And he is the one that brings us through, but hallelujah, he's the one that pulls us out and brings us out in victory and brings us out blessed. And I've written down some things about God in our crisis. Romans chapter 8, verse 28 It says, and we know with great confidence that God who is deeply concerned about us causes all things to work together as a plan for good for those who love God, to those who are called according to his plan and purpose. Oh, number one, you have that promise that God is continually working for your good. I know sometimes... And uh, you're not the only one. I think all of us have experienced it somewhere in our life. Maybe when we were young Christians, but now we should know as we are mature in him. But maybe you are someone that even though you have been in the Lord many years at this moment, your crisis is so great that you're crying out, Lord, where are you in my crisis and what are you doing during this crisis in my life for me. I need you to do something, Lord. Why aren't you doing anything, Lord? But you know the Lord is working for you on your behalf, making all things to work together for your good. Oh, and this is sometimes mind-boggling. Oh, I've experienced it myself, that sometimes I look to my situation And I think, how is it possible that these things could work for my good? There's nothing good in what I see. There's nothing good in how it's working against me. Oh, how could I have that word, that promise that he is causing this very thing to work for my good, even though I cannot see it at all? But that's where faith comes into play. Do you believe that he is able to turn all those miserable things to bring a blessing in your life, even if you don't know how, if you cannot understand how he can do it. Oh, my father, he told me many times, he said, John, it's not up to you to understand God, to know how he can do it. You just must believe that he can. And I believe he can. And I believe he will for you and for me, my dear friend. He is working right now for your good. Number two, he will continue his work until it is finished. 
Yes, I'm glad for that promise. It says in Philippians 1, verse 6, I am convinced and confident of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will continue to perfect and complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. That means the time of his return. Yes, I like it how the Bible says it. I am convinced. I am confident. We know with great confidence the Bible says, Oh, do not doubt, my dear friends. Do not doubt today that he is still working on you. He promised he would, but he is still working. And maybe you have taken some turns that in your mind causes you to think, well, I just blew it all. What God had planned first, I just blew it all. It's never able to happen again in my life. But, but let's believe that God is bigger than that, bigger than you, bigger than the mistakes you made, bigger than the problems you caused, that he is still able to work it out, that it comes to perfection. Oh, I don't know how again, but I believe he is able to do it. Number three, and I believe this with all my heart, this is a promise that he has given me. God is carrying me through my crisis. Oh, sometimes we pray and we ask and we say, God, where are you? Why aren't I feeling you? Why am I not feeling that you are carrying me? But he is carrying me. You know that wonderful poem about the footsteps in the sand and that man, he says, uh, during the most difficult times in my life, during the crisis of my life, I only see one set of footprints. Where were you in my life at that moment? And the Lord says so gently, lovingly and kindly, he said, in those times I was carrying you. I believe it with all my heart. In Psalm 68 verse 19, it said, blessed be the Lord who bears our burden day by day the God who is our salvation. It says, who bears our burden day by day. Yes, he is carrying us. He is carrying you, my dear friend. Believe it, see it, start to see it and start to thank him for it. Start to praise him for it. And as you praise him for it, you'll start to see it even more clearly. Oh, I believe number four, that God, he gives us strength in the midst of our crisis. Are you in a crisis? You need some extra strength? Do you need some extra doses of power to come to the next day, to come to the next week, to face the people at your workplace to face, your neighbors to face, your family. Do you need some extra strength? Let's read what it says in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. It says, but those who wait for the Lord, who expect, who look for, and who hope in him will gain new strength and renew their power. They will lift up their wings and rise up close to God like eagles rising toward the sun. They will run and not become weary and they will walk and not grow tired. I like this. Oh, there's much to say about that verse. But it says they will gain new strength. They will renew their power. It is God who's giving you new strength today. It is God who is renewing your power 
Sometimes you just need to take a good night's rest. And you know that you can sleep well in the midst of the crisis because God is watching over you. But sometimes it doesn't matter if you would sleep the whole week. It's not giving you strength because your strength is being drained by other things, maybe by evil forces, maybe by worrying and then all kinds of things in your life that are draining your power. But God, he can replenish you and he will replenish you and he wants to replenish you right now with new strength and power that you can face whatever is in front of you. Oh, number five, I like this one. In the midst of your crisis, God's grace is sufficient for you. Yes, maybe you think you need this in your crisis. Maybe you think you need that in your crisis. Maybe you are looking for so many things to get you out of your crisis. But God says in 2 Corinthians 4 verse 12, so physical death is actively at work in us, but spiritual life is actively at work in you. I like it. This is the grace of God that his life is working in you. Oh, hallelujah for that, my dear friend. His grace is at work in you. He's changing things in your life. He's doing a work that you don't even understand. Oh, you don't even see it on the surface. But in the depths, he is doing a miracle for you. Sometimes we pray for a miracle. Oh, we are asking for this miracle and for that miracle. And of course, you must be the same like me that the first prayer is get me out of this place. Take this pain away from me. Solve this issue right now. Supply in what I need right now. But many times the Lord allows me to go through things. And then I think, why is this necessary? Why am I going through this? Well, he is at work in me with his grace, doing something that is valuable, that is more valuable than the troubles I am having. That's more valuable than the pain that I'm going through. What I'm going through, he is using it to change my character, to change me and make me more like Jesus, to make me into a brand new being according to his son and to change me into the image of his son and to allow his glory to be able to be upon me in a greater away in a wonderful level. Oh, aren't you glad that God is preparing our hearts, our inner man to be able to carry the grace and the glory that he wants to shed upon us? Well, he's doing that in the midst of this crisis. Maybe you don't understand why you are going through this. You don't see why you need to go through that experience. But God, his grace is there right now, working actively in your life. Oh, I like this next one in this whole lineup of promises of God in your crisis that his goodness, his goodness will satisfy you. In Jeremiah 31 verse 14, it says, I will fully satisfy the soul of the priest with abundance and my people will be satisfied with my goodness, says the Lord. Yes, I know myself. One time I went to my father. I was a young man. And uh, well, I was going through some struggles and some identity things, etc., etc. And I came to my papa. I said, Papa, 
I feel so empty. I, I feel so barren inside. You know, I was crying and, and I expected my father to cry with me. And I expected him to rise up and to put his arms around me and to say, oh, all will be well. I love you. You know, you're not so bad and uh, God is with you and you're being a blessing, etc., etc., just to build me up, lift me up. But you know what my father said? He said, it's good you're feeling that way. Well, that stopped my tears and it kind of baffled me. And I, I, I looked at him with, with, with eyes like, Papa, what are you saying? I don't understand it. This is so unfatherly-like in my mind. But he said, it's good you feel this way. He said, many people never come to the point where they are empty. Oh, go to your home, get on your knees, pray and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And I'm so thankful, oh, I got up and, and, and you know, I was kind of baffled and I didn't know what to do, but I thought, let me do what he told me to do. And I went home and I prayed on my knees and God filled me with the Holy Spirit. He was there and he filled me with the Holy Spirit and he satisfied me. Well, this was an experience while I was young. But I remember a few years later, I was in India on my own for a crusade and it was so difficult and I felt so, so empty and unsatisfied with how things were going. And suddenly I remembered that experience with my father and I was so thankful. He could have put his arms around me, but he knew his arms would not always be there to surround me. He pushed me out of his arms into the arms of God. And I was in India on my own thinking of that experience and I got on my knees once again and I prayed a simple prayer and God was there and he satisfied my heart. He satisfied my spirit and he filled me once again with the Holy Spirit in a fresh way. Oh, my dear friends, it is true. He will satisfy the soul. Well, another wonderful thing in the midst of your crisis that he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. This is a promise that has helped me many times. Many times when I felt overwhelmed by the situation. Many times that I feel, oh, I'm not gonna make it. Oh Lord, if you don't do something now. Have you ever prayed that? Lord, if you don't do something now. Now Lord, this is the time. If you don't do it now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drown. I'm not gonna make it. But you know, God's clock and God's agenda doesn't always line up with our agenda. He has a better agenda and a better timing, I should say, it the other way around. Our clock, our agenda does not always line up with his agenda. We think you need to do it now, but God has a better plan, a better way. But he will give you what you need to make it to the next day, to make it to that point of redemption. Maybe you are at a point right now that you want to give up in the midst of your crisis because you feel, I cannot bear it anymore. You're saying, Lord, if you don't do it now, I'm not going to survive. But you know, you need to rewind your clock and let it line up with the clock of God, with the agenda of God. He has the perfect time chosen for you, but that doesn't mean you're by yourself right now. He is with you right now. It says in 1 Corinthians 10 verse 13, no temptation, regardless of its source, has overtaken or enticed you that is not common to human experience, nor is any temptation unusual or beyond human resistance. 
but God is faithful to his word. He is compassionate and trustworthy and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability to resist it. But along with the temptation, he has in the past and is now and will always provide the way out as well so that you will be able to endure it without yielding and will overcome temptation with joy. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, give a shout of praise right now. Hallelujah. Oh, you're being tempted. The problems are coming against you. You feel to give up, but don't give up. You don't need to give up. Why would you give up? You have what you need to make it because God is with you in your crisis, in the promises that he has given to you, and they are all yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Oh, believe it right now. Well, finally... In the midst of your crisis, aren't you glad that God is there to give you rest? It says in Matthew 11, 28 to 30, come to me, Jesus says, not John, but Jesus. He says, come to me, all who are weary and heavily burdened. Oh, he said, I will give you rest, refreshing your souls with salvation. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, following me as my disciple, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest, renewal, and blessed quietness for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and my burden is light. Yes, to follow Jesus is not a heavy, difficult task, but to live without him is impossible. Oh, aren't you glad today? If you're in the midst of a crisis right now, oh, then I want to pray for you right now that all these promises, that you will feel them, experience them, that you will trust upon them and that you will see they are a reality for you. And if you're not in a crisis right now, then pray with me for those that are in a crisis, but remember these things for next time that you might get into a crisis because the only way to the next mountaintop is to go through the valley. But let's believe, oh, let's believe the joy of the mountaintop is worth it all and he will bring us through every valley. Father, I pray right now for all that are listening to this broadcast. And maybe they are in the midst of a crisis. Maybe it's a personal crisis, physical crisis, mental crisis. Maybe it's a marriage crisis, a crisis in their family, a financial crisis, a spiritual crisis. Maybe a crisis in their ministry. Maybe a crisis in the nation. Whatever might be going on in their life. Maybe they feel like they are sinking, but Lord, these promises that I have given today, it's directly from your word. And Lord, your word is not without you because you are the word that has become alive and, and you are in those promises. And right now, I pray for all those that are listening. Lord, touch their heart. Touch their mind. Oh, Father, give them that breakthrough in their life. Oh, that they may experience these promises to be a reality right now that you are carrying them right now. Your grace is working a great work in them. You are working 
for their good and you're letting all things work together for their good and you are finishing that word. You, you will not give up that work, Lord, but you will finish it until perfection. Yes, Father, I believe it right now that you are giving strength, Lord. Lord, that you are satisfying dry and barren hearts and souls. You are filling them with fresh anointing and with fresh power, Lord. Lord, they will not have to give in to that situation, to that crisis or to that temptation because you are with them and you are more than sufficient in what they need, Lord. And you have the answer. You are the answer for all the crises in the world. Lord, we come to you for their life, for their family, for their nation, Lord. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I believe and we trust you. You will bring us through each and every crisis and you will set our feet on the next mountaintop. I thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 